Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have a very special guest on. Alina Grayson is going to be joining us in a moment. So listen, this this woman is a she's amazing. Um, just just look, share this out. All right, just go ahead right now. Click the share button. Make sure that you invite all of your friends, your family, people you know and love, people you don't know and don't love. Share it to everybody. We'll see you in a second. All right, let's rock and roll. We have Alina joining. Alina, welcome to the show. How are you? I am amazing. I'm excited. You you are amazing. So, hey, we have some rock stars already joining us. Larry Schneider. Corey. Corey Calvin. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I can't. Sorry. Cam. I'll just call you Cam. Yeah. <laughs> and Facebook users with us. Good so, um, so Alina, uh, and I am saying your name right, right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. You're I right. I just want to make sure. Yep. So, um, you are, you've been highly recommended to me. You, you are a, I've watched some of your stuff. You're amazing. Um, you've accomplished some unbelievable things in life and you've overcome some, incredible um odds we'll just say that Um, let's start with you telling everybody where you were born and raised all right so i was born in zgorzelitz in poland um yeah and so my last name a real last name my maiden is actually shibilax it's really hard to say but so i was born and raised in no i wasn't raised i was born in poland zgorzelitz and then hello theodora and then uh, my parents because actually when I was five, it was still communist in Poland. So we were like, let's get out of here. So <laughs> we came to London, Ontario. Um, and I lived in Toronto and London most of my life. I was raised in London. Um, went to high school here, went to university, studied psychology. Um, but it's funny because I was one of those people who like, I went to marketing, I've done sports, I worked for MLCE, I've done all this stuff, personal training, and I've always known I want to help people. But like society always wants to be like, you got to figure it out now. But I was like, I don't want to just be a psychologist working in an office. I want to like help people all around the world. I didn't know how that was going to happen. And it's funny. So that like finally one day I'm like, people are life coaches online. I was like, I want to do that. And then I started, yeah. And I started sharing all the things that I knew. And it was funny. And every day I showed up, every day I showed up, every day I showed up. And then, um, yeah, this is kind of what it's turned into. And I have not stopped and it's been amazing. So That's yeah, awesome. kind of how it started. Yeah. That is so awesome. Business, yeah. So we we skated by your your whole childhood there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going back. We're yeah, going, we're going to back. Go back. Okay, let's go back. I just want to. I, I I'm curious because I think that um, I, I I just feel like there's always something in childhood, either something or someone, a series of events that occurs that, that kind of pushes us in the direction that we yeah. go as adults. 100%. And I'm curious what I, I saw it in your eyes. As soon as I like, <laughs> yep, I know what, what, yeah. What yeah. is that thing? What well, a person or event or what was well, it? Well, my, my personal struggle was always the fact that like I came when I was five and my parents threw me into grade one and mm. they didn't speak English. So like a lot of immigrants that come, they like have a setup, right? My parents just came with like my brother, my dad's sister. So there's just eight of us, right? Yeah, and my yeah. two cousins. So they threw me into grade one and I didn't speak English and it was a struggle. And then unfortunately I had some teachers that made me feel like I wasn't smart. Plus also when you're little and they throw you in ESL and they take you out of a class and they yeah. like make you feel like you're like, I mean, like now I understand what happened, but back then I always thought that I wasn't good enough. And I wasn't smart and, you know, and it was a struggle and all of elementary school was a struggle. Like, it was such a struggle. Right. And it's because yeah. 
when I, and this is something I teach my clients all the time is because I had these limiting beliefs that people kind of threw at me and made me feel like I wasn't a smart person. So that's why it's funny. Like I, I really pushed myself in academics and I tried really hard and actually wasn't a partier. And I just always studied and studied, but I always felt like I wasn't good enough, you know? And then like, even in university, I still like struggled with that. And even this business, but for me, it was that. And it was just always feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Even like math was a struggle for me. Right. But now yeah. it's something that I teach so many people is like, I wish that we could pivot kids into a different direction. They don't get something instead of making people feel like if you don't get math and if you don't speak English well, then you're not worthy and you cannot do anything. And that's what I thought. Like, I didn't even think I was going to get into university, even though I had good grades in high school. I still thought was I was like, I don't belong here. Like, I'm not really smart, you know, and it's just because of all the stuff that happened in school. And then plus my parents they didn't speak English. So you have me, this like five-year-old and I have a little brother and like trying to help them, you know, with their things that they struggled with. Like they end up going to learn how to speak English, but like I did grow up fast basically, but I always felt yeah. like I wasn't good enough. And, and it's funny, I even see this with kids now. If they don't get something, we make them feel not worthy. And then these adults grow up thinking, oh my God, because I didn't get math in grade one, I must be stupid. I can't grow a business. I can't go to university, right? And so like break through walls. And I, I'm such a big believer in smashing through paradigms and being an exception that like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you were raised yeah. with. If you start working on that programming, you can become anything. But yeah, that was like my biggest struggle. Amen. Class <laughs> dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. so, you know, what is the native language in Poland? I guess I don't know that. It's Polish. I mean, we have a post school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's, well, it's, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, Polish. now I feel less than. Um, so I'm kidding. So, yeah. so okay. Well, duh, it's Polish. Um, so, so, so when, when, so you come here, like you don't have any kind of a, no, I know. Not, like you have no accent, like, no, none. but I still will go live and I still cannot say words. And it's funny, even when I, before I started this business, I had a fear showing up live because I, first of all, like I'm good at forgetting things all of a sudden, you get like little brain farts, but also I couldn't say words and I'm like, oh my God, people are going to judge me. Now I show up. And I can't say things and people start laughing and I start laughing and I'm like, this is, this is who I am. I'm a human. And we are not What's something you can't say. Oh, I gotta hear it. Mentalize was one that I struggle with. I don't know. Some things come up and I just forget yeah. how to say them. Right. So there's still <laughs> like struggles there, but, but it's so funny. Yeah. Things like that are like the very little things that hold us back where we're like, there is no way I can run an empire. There is no way that I could do this because yep. of these things. And people hold themselves back. And I had this yeah. discussion with my clients about like, everyone's like, oh, like worried about failure. I'm like, your chances of failing are so little because you will always quit before you actually fail. And it's a stupid things like people will judge me. I can't say yeah. a word. I'm an immigrant. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I just, you just got to laugh yeah. at yourself and do it anyways. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so you went through, you went through elementary school, um, obviously having these feelings of, of yeah. less than ism, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, and, and, um, you get in and junior high had to be like junior high is even worse. than at least for me, it was, it was it like, was, yeah, you're, yeah. you're trying to find yourself. You got hormones yeah. all of a sudden, you, yeah. you know, like yeah, what was, the hell is going on? going on? I had all the things going on. Right. Yeah. So it was yeah. So what, what are, do you recall that as a child, like some of the things that you, you, was there anything specifically that you did to, to just keep pushing forward or, or was it just a constant struggle for you? It wasn't a constant struggle, but, um, I don't know if you're the same and I feel like everyone's the same, especially in the self-development world where people were really like to be successful. Do you have that feeling? I had this feeling since I was little, I was made to do something. Like I was made yeah. to be something more. I always yeah. had that. Right. And like, I did always have this obsession with psychology. And I had like maybe visions of me doing that. But when I hit high school, we got the acne going on. I still had the low self-worth, not feeling good. And I also had like teachers tell me that I wasn't going to be like amounting to anything. And you know, aren't they awesome? <laughs> I, honestly, I love teachers, but, and I've had cost discussions with clients and it's the same thing. There's just that one teacher 
And it yep. could just destroy your life. That's it. You will never amount to anything because of that one thing that somebody said, right? That's why sticks and bones. Yeah. Okay. But people can really get hurt by words too. Yeah. Yep. People, right. So yep. grade 10, grade nine and 10, I also was very shy too. And I think it was because I didn't speak English and couldn't figure it out for a little while. So I was very shy. I was always like a wallflower, but I studied, I grinded. I like, I literally stayed up all night, like studying really hard, trying to get good grades. And it was funny because that one moment, so this is a funny story. So half my life was a lie. So I didn't even know my real name was Alina till like maybe by grade 11. So my family used to call me Ala. It was like a short version of Alina, like Polish people. <laughs> yeah. So I always thought my name was Ala. And then one day in grade 11, I'm looking at my birthday. Grade 11? Yeah, I'm looking at my birth certificate. Yeah, my mom laughs about this. I'm like, I'm looking at my birth certificate and I'm like, my name's Alina. And they're like, yeah. I was like, what? Oh what? And they're like, we just call you Ala. It's just everybody has a nickname. But I'm like, but I, my whole life has been a lie. And then I laughed about oh. it. But I'm like, I like this name, Alina. It sounds powerful. And I and I honestly remember this moment. I was like, I'm going to start calling myself Alina. It's funny. Anybody from high school or like my elementary school still doesn't even know like me as Alina, right? But I was like, I'm going to start calling myself Ala. Alina, sorry. And I'm going to just start being confident. And I'm just going to start like embodying that like version of myself that is successful. And honestly, it's 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 a switch. I and I teach clients all the time. Yes. Like evidence makes you confident results makes you confident. But there's also a point where you can just decide that you know what I'm confident. I'm confident. And I'm just going to embody this big energy and I'm going to show up. And then I don't know, I started becoming confident. I started becoming more popular. Then I got into Western. My parents were like, whoa. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even know. And then you I went got to into what? You got into what? Uh, Western into... University. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really great school, right? So I got in. I was like, amazing. My parents didn't even know, you know, but they're immigrants. They were hustling. Like they were working two jobs. Like I remember moments like I was helping them pass out papers as their second job. Like, you know what I mean? So wow. I've been, into, yeah, I've done stuff, right? So yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, from there on, I just always embodied confidence and in Western too. And I still, I worked hard, like, you know, like yeah. I party once in a while, but I honestly, like, I was always just really motivated to do something big, but I got lost because I was like, I don't know what to do. Then I went to Toronto, did marketing, did events and dabbled in stuff. But yeah, like it was just a switch. And then it's funny when you turn it on, you start being confident. People start responding to you differently. The way you do things is different. And then you start yep. getting results and results is where the confidence comes from, right? Because people think it's, yeah, you can pick confidence off a tree. I'm like, no, not really. You know what I mean? You can, you can pretend you're confident, but at some point, it's like, you just got to do things, get the results, fail, get results. Hello, Daniela. Um, and then, yeah, here we are. Yeah. So, so, um, and, and the, the, it sounds like the paradigm shift for you was, was when you said, I'm, I'm Alina. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. uh, what'd yeah. you say? Allah? Allah. It's like A-L-A. Allah. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so you decide you made the decision, like, okay. So you, was there anything else around that period when you were like, I'm, I'm going to call myself something different. This is it. And this is where my confidence kicks in. Is that, was that it? You just like decided, I'm going to call yeah. myself this and, yeah. and it all changed. Yeah. I stopped being shy wow. because here's the thing. Labels, labels are huge. And you know this, right? The second yeah. you put a label, I'm very careful with labels because people who are always like, I'm shy, I'm shy. I'm like, the more you tell yourself that you are going to be a shy person, it's just the way that you're going to act. And then the way that you act, people respond to you and it solidifies that belief. Right. But yeah. like you decide that, you know, I'm confident and you, and it's a challenge, right? Like, don't like, I should get red in the face. Like even now, like now I'm confident in lives, but if you watch my lives two years ago, I'm like sweating, perversely still red, right? But it's like, I'm going to keep doing this because it's the only way to get better, right? But yep. once I have a body that I was confident, it's just like, I went, I walked up to people, you know, I talked to people, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of embodied this big energy. And then the fact that people start responding to me different, then it's just kind of solidified. I'm like, okay, this is who I am. And it, it, it is, it is like that. It's a choice. It's a label. Like people who say they're shy. I'm like, if you just challenge yourself for like 48 hours to go up to strangers, to say hi and put yourself out there, understand that it's just all these emotions that we're afraid of. Like you're going to realize that you could switch that label and you could be whatever the hell you want. It's literally yeah. that easy, but you got to do it. You got to be brave. <laughs> you, you, well, and, and I, it, 
you know, even if you're not brave, I think that you just get, you have to, there has to come a point where you confront it and, and do it in the, in the face of, of lack of bravery and everything else. Right. So, so, so you went to university, um, we call it college here in the States, as you know, um, you went to university and university here. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why you guys are so much smarter, but the, the, um the um so you you got a degree in psychology then yes so i got a degree in psychology yep and then i decided so it's so funny how i'm i'm an entrepreneur but also a coach so it's like i teach people how to sell and create brands but also the psychology which you need both right so it's funny how it worked out now but when i finished like when i finished um western i was like i want to go travel a bit so i went to europe for a little bit and i decided you know i want to go to business for a little bit and then I decided to apply to George Brown. It's this college college in Toronto for sports marketing. And I got into that. Um, but then I still couldn't figure out. I'm like, I don't want to sit in a desk in the corporate world. People telling me what to do. I, this is another thing about me. I've never liked to be told what to do, really. I like to kind of like lead my own ideas and create my own things, right? And sitting in an office yeah. all day long was just never for me, right? right. So I in that. Then I went to personal training. And then, yeah, like I said at the beginning, like, I started seeing there's coaches, this online world kind of just blew up. And I was like, what is this? And then I just started getting in there. And like, this is where we are. And it's like best decision I've ever made in my life. I've created exactly what I wanted. I d- wow. never wanted to sit at a desk being told what to do. An entrepreneur, yeah. every program that I create comes from me, my graphics, like it's me and my guy working, creating things, which I've always wanted yeah. to do. I want to create things. I want to help people. So half yeah. my side of my business is really helping with like, everything psychology trauma all the things and then the other side is like helping people do what i do creating like organic brands through just social yeah. media creating exceptional yep. products building relationships and it's like i fuse these things but if i had listened to the paradigm that society told me where it was like make sure you go to university settle down nine yep. to five get a retirement get a pension to me that was boring but people would choose yep. boring all day long because it's so comfortable right and yep. you know and I'm a big believer and, I, and my clients that are online that will tell you one of the biggest thing I teach all the time is emotional intelligence because the whole world lacks it. All we're doing is constantly just protecting our emotions because it's like, God forbid, someone judges me or there's a hater. But for me, I'm like, do I want to choose mediocrity, mediocrity and boredom or I don't even know excellence. But yep. yes, there's emotional turmoil with that. I will always choose this all day long. Even now, I fell apart. I would still pick myself up. Like, and that's kind of how I got here too, because I've, I think in my bio, I told you, like, I also left my partner with two little girls, no money, started over, like, oh yeah, I've been through some stuff, but look, I'm okay, guys. Yeah. You gotta that's stop awesome. your feelings so much. So when you got out of, out of, um, uni- so you got out of university and then went to college or is that? Yeah, I went to college okay. for sports marketing and events. Okay. Then I got a corporate job. Okay. And then I wasn't lit up. So I came back to London, started personal training while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And then I had like personal training in the gym kind of personal training. Okay. And and then yeah. Yeah. And then then um so so when you so you have two little girls. Two little girls, yeah. That's awesome. Um Mm -hmm. I have two little well, they're bigger, they're sixteen and 11 now um girls lucky man uh, yeah oh god no Um, you are because they'll take care of you for life men tend to leave with their family but you know what your daughters always check up on you so you are very right daughters yes so so you um you you decided to get into so you saw all these online coaches Mm -hmm. and and you're like i'm i i want to do that yeah where how did you start i mean you st- you said you started doing live streams and talking and stuff but like when did you like get your first paying client yeah so so first i wrote a vision because i was like this is what i want i'm like i want to help people i want to have my own business i want to because i'm i'm creative right like i want to create my own stuff i want to create my own products and service and all these things right and I always just trust that I'm like, you know what, some kind of divine ideal come. And it's how my whole life has been. I'll just kind of visualize something that I want. And then it's just like, 
all of a sudden there's like that nudge that like, Ooh, right. So yep. I was on Instagram one day and I had my own account. So I actually was also dabbling when I was in personal training with in MLM. So I was with USANA, but I didn't like the way that they were teaching me how to sell. So it kind of felt icky. So I was on my social media. I've had my social media, I think since Instagram started, that's kind of where I started. I didn't move this to Facebook till like two and a half years ago, but I just started posting like nutrition stuff. I did workout videos. And then, and then it was one day I saw someone from my high school that was a coach and I was like, what's a coach. And then I started going into <laughs> out all these coaches. I'm like, people are online coaches and they don't have degrees. Like they're, they're just coaching people and creating programs. And it just like opened this whole new world. And I was like, I can do this. This is kind of what I'm doing. Right. So I decided I'm like, I'm going to go all in. And then from that day on, like my posts were less about nutrition and fitness videos to more about like limiting beliefs, emotional intelligence, just different things that I've learned that helped me. And I just every day posted, posted every single day. Then I started bringing things onto Facebook and I started doing lives, right? Because as you know, lives are amazing. This is how we interact with people and build relationships, right? So I started doing that. And then uh, in my post, I used to be like opening one-on-one coaching. And then after like eight months of actually like keep telling people that because you're new and no one knows who you are. Right. And then eventually yep. this beautiful lady, Serena, who's a client that's still with me in all my programs was like, I, I want to work with you. And she was my first paid client. And at that time I was charging like $888 for like, I think eight sessions a month, you know, which like now Jeez. like prices are high. Yeah. My prices are a lot higher now, but that's how I started. And I had this one client and we worked for six months for six months. And then I got another client and I was like, this is amazing. And it's organic. Like I still don't even have a website. Right. So, and then I started working with them. And then, you know what I realized, um, just based on the lives and what people were asking me, I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? A lot of people have the same problems in this area. And then I was like, I'm going to create a program. And I created my first program, which was magnetic mind. It was all about like the subconscious mind, limiting beliefs. And I launched it. And four people bought, and then my two clients were in there. So there's six people in there, and I was so excited. Um, and then, <laughs> and then people, and this is how I—I I don't know if you believe this is how my business is growing is organically. Is I believe like I'm a very much like if I promise you something, I'm gonna over deliver, right? That's my like yeah. statement mission. And I I put my heart and soul in this, right? I really put everything in there, and so I trusted that people, if they love me, they'll share me. And so people started sharing my stuff and started telling, hey, this girl's amazing. Word of mouth was effective marketing, right? So people started coming yeah. in and then I started doing master classes and engaging in people. And I launched another program, I had 10 people and then I launched another one. And now like my recent, I think we had like a 75K launch. So I launched Badass Mode. I did two day master class. That was it, a few posts and I had 75 people join, still open. That's awesome. And, and it's just been growing, but it's been so organic. And this yeah. is what I really stand behind is just like, if I create exceptional products and services, then I know that I trust that people will share. And that's honestly, my whole business keeps growing. People keep coming in and messaging me like, I heard you from this person. Like Corey, Corey has brought in like four clients to me because he's shared wow. my stuff. And, you know, and then like Theodora told someone about me and she just bought my Q1 bundle. She's like, I don't even know who you are. Here's $3,000. Like I was like, you know what I mean? But if you create yeah. amazing products and you love people and you really care, yeah. like, I feel like this is how my business is going to keep growing. Right now I'm kind of growing a team because, you know, I need some support now, but yeah, so that's how it started. Like consistency every day, tapping into the compound effect. I didn't take any breaks. I took rest, but I showed up every day. I engaged with people, built relationships, put the best things out there. And then all of a sudden things are just growing. Uh, you know, we could end the show right now and you just delivered millions of dollars worth of value. I mean, it's the oh, truth. I, I preach this all the time. I've done mm -hmm. over 3000 live streams and, yeah. and interviewed more than 400 celebrities and entrepreneurs. And, and, and it's, it's the, the people who win, the people who succeed, first off, they fail. They mm -hmm. fall on their face. They get yeah. punched in the face. They get yeah. knocked down. They get back up again. Like the, the song tub thumping, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is one of my favorite songs. Cause oh, like yeah. you get knocked down that that happens. But so many people, this is why I created this show almost four years ago now yeah. is to help people get unstuck, get through the crap. You're we all hit that. So, yeah. so when, when and and I have some questions that that people are asking in the comments. I'll put up here in a minute. Um, if okay. you have any questions, please feel free to put them in the um, 
<laughs> look. Oh, I see you now. <laughs> yeah. Hi yeah. guys. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I love that song. Sing it. You know, it's funny. Yeah. It's like the, the conversation we had at the beginning too, before we even launched this is like the difference between people. See, I don't even look at as failure as like you fail. If you get up, you didn't really fail. You just learned a lesson. You learned what That's not right. to do. So the thing I was teaching my clients is like, what work, what didn't. You have to fail only if literally you've been doing something every day your whole life and you actually die and didn't get the result. Then you failed. But people yeah. don't fail. They quit. And the difference is, is like you and I, we are people who have like that no matter what power. We have like that personal power. And then there's people who have only circumstantial power. It's like, I will only do it as long as it's easy, as long as I don't have to get up, as long as the circumstances are perfect, I show up. Entrepreneurs always tell me they don't want to show up because there's no one liking them. Like, you think people like my video when I showed up? I went 30 days live the first time. Nobody showed up. No one. But nobody. people who have circumstantial power are just like, if no one's loving me and supporting me, I have no, I don't look good. And if, if my face isn't clear, then I'm not going to do it. You're never going to get anywhere because consistency and the compound effect is like every single day you show up in your best energy. You don't have to be perfect, but best energy yeah. every single day. It's going to amplify, amplify. Look what's happening in my business. I keep getting better. I keep evolving. I put my best effort out there and then yep. things are just exponentially popping. I, I, you know, I, I had, um, I interviewed Grant Cardone the day after he finished filming Undercover Billionaire and, cool. um, and, and he said, I said, what's, what would, what's the piece of advice you would give people right now, Grant, what can they do right now? And he goes, they need to learn to do what you're doing right, right now. They need to learn to do this, this social media thing. He said, yeah. man, in Grant's fashion, he says, man, it's hard when there's only two people watching. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it is, it's like, oh my God, everybody hates me. Everybody but like, me. It's so, yeah. I, but it's true. And it's uh, yesterday in my call with my badass ladies in my program, I was talking about how like, oh my God, like people think it's the worst case scenario that they're going to fall. Like people, everyone's going to leave them and hate them, but it's the little stupid shit that take people out of their power. It's that one hater. It's the fact yep. that nobody liked your video. Oh my God, nobody loves me. Are you kidding me? Like there are silent stalkers watching you all the time, first of all. That's something I say. All the time. Sometimes there'll be a video has zero likes, but there's all these views. I'm like, cause they're silent stalkers. And, and it's funny in my business, 80% of the people <laughs> that buy my stuff, they don't like my stuff. They don't comment, they don't share. The sharers and likers are usually people that don't buy my stuff, funny enough. The people that yep. come out of nowhere are people like, yeah, I've been watching for two years silently. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's the creepy neighbors that end up actually buying. So that's yep. why for so anyone that's starting in your business, people are watching you and you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. She said the creepy neighbors. It's, yeah, it is the creepy neighbors. <laughs> what neighborhood do you live in? My God. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, so you know what I mean, right? There are people watching you that you don't even know, and some people don't I, even want yes. to know you're watching. But they they'll buy your stuff, but they're not yep. going to let people know, right? You're their secret weapon. Like all of that happens, right? And that's it, what I had it, to believe in all the time. Is like, all right, so nobody liked my video today. This is my thirtieth video I've done this month. But you know what? I know people are watching. They're, yeah, one window <laughs> peeping. There's creepy neighbors, and people will tell you they laugh. I do videos all the time about this. I'm like. Silent stalkers, creepy neighbors are watching you. So it's it's so true. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Look at um, it's true. The comments go silent stalkers. Yeah. And <laughs> see, see Scott Ricard's hold it. Scott Ricard that I always um said nobody loves me. We just watch <laughs> because I have amazing guests. It's true. So yeah. I, and and you know, I gotta say, okay, so I, I want oh, there's my buddy Doug Wing. Hey brother, how you doing? Um so, so Victoria asks a question. Um, I, I have a feeling oh, here. Let's just pop it up here. Okay. Have you ever felt uncomfortable receiving unwanted attention? You know, what's funny. And, and my boyfriend and guys have asked me, oh, you probably get, I actually don't. I, I feel like it's just, I don't focus on it at all. Like I, I've, I'm a huge believer, like if you keep focusing on haters and you keep focusing on things you don't want and you just keep seeing them because that's how your brain works. Yep. Like particular yes. them, it will just keep showing up. And I, all I focus on, like people love me, people are watching me in silent. They're going to, they're on the edge to buy from me at any moment. And that's, and so, yes, I have a few unwanted, but I just like, 
whatever, you know, hi, you know, I don't engage with it. You know what I mean? Or I won't really answer it. But honestly, like yeah. 99% of the time, it's just like people that are showing up here right now is what happens with me. I think it's just, it, it's so, thing. it's so cliche. What we focus on expands in our life, right? 100%. But people don't, I mean, you, they hear that, but they don't get it. They really, they, they just don't, they really don't. Or they get it and they don't believe it. I, I don't know what it, what do you think that is? Why, why do, because you know, I, I had a client this morning that was on the today show and I'm, so I'm watching the today show, which I never do. Um, but I'm watching it and, you know, waiting on her, her segment to come up and I'm like, Oh my God, all they focus on is negativity on this show. Like, oh, ah, like and our brain not, is, yeah. And our brain is like the seeking evidence thing. So it's like, he focuses yes. on all you will find. That's why you'll laugh. But like, I would show angel numbers and like, yeah, I'm spiritual, but a lot of that is just your ticket activating system. I, I'm obsessed with them. I see them everywhere I go. It's just the same how the whole world works, guys. You keep focusing on it. You just keep finding it. But, oh, my God, just yeah. focus on the people that love you and just focus on, like, oh, my God, beneath the surface. Like, there are people on the edge. They're stalking you right now. They're just talking to their husband. They're about to buy. Those are my belief systems, and your belief systems yeah. shape your life. That's what I believe in, and so magic keeps happening. People keep showing where your focus goes. There you go. Energy flows. Yep. 100%. But so you, you, just said, you just said that 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 magic is happening because you're focusing on what you want to create. 100%. Right. And 100%. and not on the haters. That's something that that Grant has said to me. Like you 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 don't focus on the haters. You you let them oh. the haters, the hate the haters will blow you up more than the more than your 100%. followers will. There's yeah, a hundred percent. They're always gonna be haters, guys. You don't think Tony yeah. Robbins, Ken Walls, like you don't think we don't have haters, but I don't focus on and I certainly don't engage with it, but a lot of people do that. Like I said. People don't fail. They end up quitting because it's just that one hater. They'll have like 20 yeah. people being like, I love you. And then one person says something mean and they just keep focusing on and focusing on and focusing on it. And it takes them out of the game and they unplug. Today, I'm just going to roll up on the couch and cry because one person said I had ugly eyebrows. But then there's 20 people that you're like ignoring that are obsessed with you. Well, I think you have eyebrows. nice eyebrows. Just, just Thank for you. The but yeah, I hear crazy things too and I laugh. Right. I just I'm just like, that's it. Is. Like, you know what I mean, I'm not out there spreading hate. So, you know, someone's not having a good day. Let them, you know, it is what it is. Comes with the territory. So let me, and, and, and it's, so it's, how do I say this? So it's, <laughs> there's probably people that say, um, well, that's easy for you. Mm -hmm. right i know there are i've well, heard it. that's easy for you but mm -hmm. you haven't been through what i went through right even knows so, my story like right people land on my page like on my facebook now i have this curated branding it's beautiful but that was three years in the making if you went on my if you since why i left everything on my instagram it's been there if you scroll six years ago it's selfies it's like pimples on my face. It's like, it's just, it is who I was at the time, right? Now people land on my page like, oh, it's easy for people. She, Everyone buys her stuff. Everyone shares her stuff because it's so pretty. Are you kidding me? Look of where I started. Everybody has a shitty day one. But now my goal is, yeah, I'm going to keep elevating, getting better and better because I want to keep expanding this business. But we all start with a shitty day one. We all have pimples on our face and still yeah. will. But like, no, we, we so all have if somebody, if there, if, if there's somebody that, um, you know, they're going through that, uh, I don't know, do you call it imposter syndrome? I don't know what the word is, um, where, where they are afraid of haters. They're afraid of judgment mm -hmm. They're Um, maybe they've put themselves out there. They've been judged and they've shut down mm -hmm. and curled up in a ball under the covers yeah. and hidden. Um, what do you say to somebody like that? To, like, how do you get them past that, that, um, paralyzing fear? Well, I always say kind of like, is this Spider-Man's grandfather with great power comes great responsibility. Here's the thing. If you want like big success, you got to hold both sides. And I was talking to my clients about this yesterday. Like there's an energetic flip side, an emotional flip side to everything. You want the highs, you want it like a stadium cheering you. 
you also need a stadium. You need to handle the stadium that's booing you as well. Like you need to handle both. There are both spectrums. I keep focusing on the good. The other people keep focusing on like the judgment, but I keep focusing on the people that love me. That's always going to be there. But as I grow, yeah. I know I'm going to get more haters. Like, it's just like the bigger you get, the more people have opinions of you. But if you can't handle that, then you're not going to get to where you want to go. And it's really just sitting with yourself and asking yourself, how bad do you want it? Yep. Can you handle the emotional flip side of having it all and also losing it all? Right. I have yep. like I've been in a place before this business took off, like single mom of two. I broke in debt. We made some bad investments on my own, no support. Then a pandemic started. I had to get a loan and I just kept going because I'm like, I want this so bad. Like, it's just like, you. Go, if you want it all, you got to hold it all is what I want to say. Like, it's, it's, it's literally like that. It's like, I love telling the story of Walt Disney. People don't know the story of Walt Disney. He got denied by 33 banks. And each time that he dressed up his suit and made a speech at these banks, and he got, he got a no, and he went back to his hometown, and people made fun of him, and, you know, his wife almost left him, and he kept going. People probably stole his ideas, but then I always say this. I'm like, Walt Disney wouldn't be the man that could hold the empire of Disneyland if he got that yes the first time. Because the moment there was a problem, he would have been like, fuck this, this is hard. But when you're the type of person that's like, no, 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 everybody's hating on you, keep going, then you can hold the empire of Disneyland because shit falls apart. You're like, I got this. I had 33 no's and my wife almost left me. I can handle anything. So yep. if you want it all, make sure that you can handle it all. If you want to hold all the highs, you got to handle the lows as well. And that's always going to happen. And that's what it is. That's why emotional intelligence is so important, guys. You're going to be okay. Like you just got to stop protecting your feelings. Like in your worst case scenarios, they'll never happen. It's the stupid shit I'm telling you. It's the one hater that will make you unplug from the dream. Yep. Then the worst case scenario where everybody leaves you and you are broke on the street. That's not going to happen. It's like, it's the stupid stuff. It's the hiccups. It's the judgment. It's the hate. Can you work through that and keep going? You can have anything. And, and I think, I think, um, I love what's that? I know. Just reading. I love Walt Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah. Victoria. <laughs> and I have, I don't know where it is. It's, a, it's in my book stack next to me, but um, Andrew Locke, who's a good friend of mine, is one of the, the most renowned Disney experts in the world. And he, I just had him on Amazon live selling his book, which is Walt Disney's way. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that, that um, I, I'm really curious about the people that you've encountered. You know how there are people that are kind of dipping, dipping their toe. <laughs> so like yeah. they, they want the, I want to be Alina. Oh, I want to be Ken Walls. I want to be Grant Cardone yeah. or Tony Robbins or whatever. And, and they, they, yet they don't, they, they're just, they're kind of back here. Like I want, yeah, I, and they, they go won't all go in. all in. I know, I know. But what about the people that won't? Then they don't want it bad enough. Thank and if you. you do want it bad enough, then you got to go find mentors and read books and work on. It's the emotional intelligence. Every single fear people have, they don't understand. It's your fear of feeling uncomfortable emotions. That's all you're scared of. It's the fear of like, well, how am I going to handle my emotions if people do judge me? If I do lose money, if this goes wrong. And that's why your emotional intelligence is so important. So if you really struggle with that, Go get a coach that can help you with that. Go join a program. Go find a mentor. Go, and I'm such a big believer, like we all sync up. The more you hang around with powerful people that are doing it no matter what, and they're scared, you're going to start syncing up with them. And that's and that's why I'm such a big believer. Like you got to keep surrounding yourself with really like powerful people, right? Even yeah. like today, I told you guys, like I, was, I did a story, like I puked my guts out all night last night. I could have been like, I got to change. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm not dying. I'm going to show up anyways. You know what I mean? You don't need me to be high energy. I'm excited now, but like some people would quit. Yeah. I mean, like a and, little cold. And if you have to go puke, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> no, I'm good now. I took some <laughs> charcoal. It helped me, but yeah, it was so funny. I'm like, of course. The whole my whole like last two years has just been test after test, and I'm always yeah. like, prove it, prove it. If you want it, prove it. Right? Yeah. That's, all That's it is. so true. So, what do you think? Um, and you've kind of touched on this. I mean, look, the number one answer to this question I'm getting ready to ask you is fear. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think it's more than fear. And, and so I'm going to say, Alina, you have to do better than fear. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what, what do you think the number one thing is, and, and this is a two-part question. Number one thing is that holds people back from real financial success in life and freedom, happiness. And I do think they're related. I mm-hmm. personally, I think that because I've been homeless, broke, and I've mm-hmm. been a multimillionaire and multimillionaires better, trust me. So, <laughs> so w- what, what do you think is holding people back in life that keeps them stuck? It's the comfort zone. It's, it's comfort zone. It's, you know how we talked about the paradigm of most people are sold on is it's like go yep. to university, go to college, get the nine to five, stay safe. And people are bored. That's why they're like, I want to do something. But you know, what's harder for people is to literally leave comfortable, good nine to five and go to great. Most people, unfortunately, they will skyrocket when they're like rock bottom and destitution and go up because there's only one way, right? You can only go up when you're already down. Right. Yep. But most people, yep. they're just, they're sold on the comfort zone. They're sold on the comfort zone. It's that paradigm that a whole society has been sold on. And we're now watching in the pandemic, you, you got you to gotta shift things because people are losing pensions. The nine to five is not the safe route anymore. Sorry, college and university degrees will not get you the best paying job. They will not make you a multimillionaire. That's, that's not guaranteed anymore. And this pandemic is showing that all the time, right? But people, yep. they're so sold on the comfort zone. And- but so if you true. want, you got to get a little uncomfortable and you got to be able to get out of that comfort zone. That paradigm is getting shattered left and right. Uh, the, I mean, the pandemic definitely showed mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, you know, first off, loss. Second, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, there are people that have had 20 year, 30 year careers that all of a sudden found themselves without a job because the company closed down. And, yeah. and, you know, so I think personally, I think that you gotta, you gotta gamble on you, Like mm-hmm. you have to take there. There's something great inside of each and every one of us. And, and, and most of us ignore it. Yeah. It, 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 it's terrible. Because it's, it's terrible. so safe. It's so yeah. safe. But here's something I, and I talked about this on my masterclass. It's like either you choose safe and boredom, which boredom leads to what end up being really miserable because you binge on Netflix, you do the same thing and you get bored or like, yeah, you're willing to feel some emotions that are not comfortable, but you get to get like, you get to become a millionaire, you get to grow an empire, you get to do all these things. But yeah. most people won't. And this is why we have Netflix and social media and things that just keep numbing us out. So you can either choose boredom or risk it and create excellence in your life, which I know all of us can do. All of us can do it. Yep. I totally agree. So, so you, you know, I, there was a time my wife and I um, opened our first office when we first met like 12 years ago. And, um, and I had a handful of employees and one day this guy comes walking in my office that worked for me, big old dude. And, and he's like, Hey, there's a dude out in the parking lot looking in the windows of your SUV. And I'm like, well, go kick his ass. I tell him, get out of here. You're bigger than me. What, what yeah. the heck? He's like, he's got it blocked with a tow truck. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh no. And it was like the worst moment of my life. Everybody was getting paid except me. And so this dude was there to repo my car in front of employees. It sucked. And Um, and I can remember thinking as I watch him drive off and I'm looking at my employees standing next to me, watching him drive off with my car. um, Like this, this cannot get any worse. What's the point of even being on this planet? I, you know, and, and a lot of people, have gone through that, especially over the last couple of years, suicide rates have skyrocketed. I mean, absolutely skyrocketed. So for somebody that that's, and, and I've dealt with this in coaching, you know, clients as well, where they feel like they've done everything. They feel like they, they, there's nothing left for them to try. There's no, what's the point? When somebody is in that mindset of, I'm just ready to give up everything, what 
do you say, what can you say to them to help them kind of make it through to the next moment, the next day? Well, one thing I caught you saying is like, first of all, I'd say try something different because when someone tells me they've tried everything, there's no possible way. There isn't. Most of us, we don't, we keep repeating the same thing over and over again, over and over again, because we never look, we never want to look what's not working. And then we have quotable geniuses like Einstein saying, keep doing the same thing over and over. It's like the definition of insanity. And most people just keep doing the same thing, the same workout. They're like, they're just going through the motions. Oh, they're reading the same book. Like, you you got to take yourself out of the bubble. This is why I believe in immersion too. One day I want to have retreats and take people out of their environment. And I'm like, come be in my energy. Come be in the energy of people who are thinking different, right? And that's a huge thing that yep. shifted me too, is just thinking different. And like, I love having like non-mainstream conversations, paradigm shifts, you know, quantum realm. Like I love having these conversations because the moment you have a conversation that you've never had in your life, it's, it's light bulbs are going to start going on. It's like, I've never heard this. And most people, they're doing the same thing over and over again. They're never checking what worked, what didn't work. They're not actually taking the lessons. And then they're staying in the same environment. And I'm a big believer, like, you really got to take yourself out and right. You got to get around people who think differently. Just being around someone that's, like, my masterclass, people come into my masterclass and be like, whoa, I've never heard someone say this this way. And it just shifted something in me. That's something I'm, like, proud of is, like, I love taking something and like, you know, changing their perspective on something, right? You change yeah. the way you look at something, the things you look at change. Like Dr. Wayne, I'm such a big believer in that. And if you have a conversation with me, it's different than the same old mainstream conversation, the same bullshit news, things that you're watching. You know what I mean? Like you're going to start shifting things, just having a different conversation. Right. And then I'm a big believer, like get out of your environment. Like people you surround yourself with, they will, they will it's like a crab in a bucket. They'll just keep pulling you down. Right. But have different conversations, try something different. There's no way you tried everything. There is no way. There's billions of possibilities of your life going in different directions. But we don't look because we're afraid to look, right? So it's like, keep doing it. And again, it's the comfort zone. You know why people keep doing the same thing, spinning their wheels? It's comfortable. I walk, I go yep. to the gym and I watch people. They're like, I'm doing, I work, I go to the gym every day, but I watch them. They're half-assing it, going through the motion, but they're doing the same thing, same reps, same thing. And I'm all about 1% better. How can you get out of your comfort zone? How can yep. you stick up? And then as soon as you start getting better, that's where things start to shift. Wait, there's change happening. Amazing. She changed my life. Oh, look at these beautiful comments. You guys are so sweet. Good morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, just having a different conversation. But a lot of people are just, they're doing the same thing, spinning their wheels, spinning their wheels. And Einstein's like, yep. sanity. It is insanity. It absolutely is. Come in my world. Come speak to Ken. Like we we definitely think different than most mainstream stuff. But look where I, we are. I, I, I feel like I'm having a conversation with a much younger female version of me. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. That's exciting. <laughs> I know it really is. Uh, Cause amazing. I talk about the same exact things like, and it, again, when you've had, I think, I don't know what it is. I, I honestly, I, I like, I have a pretty big group that, that we meet on Thursdays and, and it always shocks me that that the Pareto principle applies you know I have 160 plus people in this group and and maybe 25 show up right mm -hmm. or 30 yeah. and and it's like where in the hell's everybody else they got the same notifications like where yeah. are they why aren't they here I've had billionaires come in and teach in my group and 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 Tom Ziegler, Zig Ziegler's son was in last week. We had 30 people there. And I'm like, what in the heck is wrong? Why show up? Why aren't you showing up? Why? Why is that? I, I How bad do you want it? it? How bad do you want it? It comes to that. It really does. Like, because you got to want yeah. it. You really do. You got to want something different. If you want something different, then you got to start being, thinking, acting differently then you start shifting things in your life. But some people don't want it, right? And then there's, like I said, some people just have circumstantial power. They're like, yeah, I'll show up to a live, but today I'm kind of tired and I puked <laughs> last night and my baby kept me up so I can't show up. I, I can't show up on a live. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have a pimple on my nose and that's the difference. I'm all about no matter what. Like obviously common sense. If you're really sick and there's death, you don't. But for me, and I, and I teach integrity all the time, like you say something, you honor your word and you show up for it no matter what. And that's the difference. And if you become, become a no matter what person, 
like things will shift so fast in your life because everybody's sold on circumstances, how we're taught in self-development too, right? Like it's just circumstantial things, right? Do the affirmations, wow. all stuff. But what happens to personal power? Do people have personal power? Yes, they do, but they don't tap into things greater than them. And you have to, especially if you want big things. If people think it's easy, it, it, okay, there is no success fairy dusting magic on any of us. We wanted it. We tapped into something greater. Like my circumstances have been so hard, guys, so hard. You have no idea. And I've been growing this business. Like I had a baby on my boob. Nobody's supporting me. I was running calls with a baby on my boob, like doing a live, but nobody was showing up. I was in debt and I wanted it. It's like, I wanted it so bad. And I just became no matter what. And now I teach these principles in my programs. And like, but like, how bad do you want it? Seriously. And honestly, I'm a big believer too, is like, you can't convince people. You can't pull people from the trenches. Like you just lead yourself and the right people that want to sync up with you. They'll, they'll come. That's it. Like even in my, the way that I sell, I have never cold messaged a single person. Even people ask me a link. I'm not like, Hey, did you get that link? I don't chase people. You want results. You come get me. You want results. Yeah. You show up for that interview. You know what I mean? That Ken Wall's got in his group right now. You really want it. But if you don't yeah. show up, then you don't want it. And that maybe has to come from like either you don't want it or you got to work on like your power, your personal power as a human. What what are what are some like give me a couple, two or three for for somebody that is on that that hamster wheel of of being in a and you what's crazy. You keep saying the comfort zone. And, yeah. and, and, and the, the irony behind using that word, those words, comfort zone is it's really not comfortable for them. That's not no, what they really not. want. That's not, not what they really, really, really want. Right. Yeah. So for somebody that, 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 that continues to not show up, that mm -hmm. continues to, you know, put on weight that continues to, you know, not, not make it bigger in life. And they, they really desire it, but they can't figure it out. What are some simple steps that you would say, how about you do A, B, C? Three, two, one. So I did a masterclass on basically this, right? Cause you know, Mel Robbins book, five second rule, yep. it's that. but I do three, two, one. Cause I literally think that even after three seconds, your brain will be like impending doom. This will happen and people will hate you and leave you. And it's going to yeah. be and honestly, like set out, like, here's another thing. I hate to-do lists, but you got to pick at least two things that you're going to do today. And maybe it's go to the drink and go to the gym and drink like a gallon of water, for instance. And I did a masterclass on this. It's free. It's in my group, guys, if you want to go watch it. But it's like literally the second you know you got to do something, it's like three, two, one, and you go do it. And if you start doing it, it's that it, the evidence and the results start coming in going to start building your identity. You're going to start creating evidence for your brain and you're going to start acting differently. But wow. it's, it's like such a powerful tool. Don't negotiate with your mind. Our mind is like we have this survival brain. We haven't caught up to where we are yet. And it will always want you to be comfortable. It will always want you to press snooze. It will always want you to say just reschedule, do it another late. But if you are like three, two, one and go do it, you go do it. Your confidence is going to go up. You're going to start getting results. You're going to start shifting who you are. But it's like some, the most powerful psychological tool. And I would say, go read Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. I think it's it's brilliant. It's just simple things like that. Pick two things you're going to work on every single day. And then don't negotiate with your mind. It's three, two, one, and you go do it. And you will start building confidence. You start building self-esteem. Every time we break our promises, guys, that's where your self-esteem and self-confidence goes. And here's the thing that happens. For people who keep doing the yo-yo diets and they keep trying the business, stop trying, first of all, just do. I hate the word yep. try. Just do it, okay? I do too. But the people who do this, it's because they keep stopping. And you know what? Like, stop, go is what kills our energy and it kills our confidence. But if yep. you just challenge yourself, that's why I love challenging yourself just for 30 days. Don't tell your brain that for the rest of your life, you're not going to eat sugar because it's a bunch of bullshit. And then you're going to want to eat sugar <laughs> more. But if you tell yourself for 30 days, I'm going to drink a gallon of water and go to the gym. And every single time my alarm comes up with my reminder, you know, like you can set yourself up with circumstantial like containers like that rituals, three, two, one, yeah. you go do it. You start changing your identity. But when you do this and you're constantly breaking your promises, do you know why you keep doing this is because you keep breaking promises. You don't even believe in yourself anymore that you can do it. 
it's like you keep looking back at the past being like oh yeah that diet that didn't work that but it's, it's this and it's so much harder it's like getting on a bike is hard the first push on a bike is really yep. hard once you're rolling you know you're rolling but it's the stop go that makes it so hard and you're like screw it you got to challenge yourself first thing pick two things you want to work on create a challenge don't tell your brain never again because your brain literally will be like no but 30 days and you put a reminder on your phone get on a calendar writing things down is really good guys for you too and then it's three yep. two one and you start doing that you will get results and then you're gonna be like let's add another thing and let's add another thing once results come and you have integrity and like you really honor your word your confidence your self-esteem will go up you will be going up to strangers you will start doing lives because it's like hey if i can do this i can do anything and that's all it is and it's just programming yourself guys we're programmed all the time you got to start reprogramming yourself in the direction that you want to go to it, it, what you're talking about is 1000% true i talk about the same things <laughs> yeah Imagine of course that. Um, but you know, I think that, that you're talking about momentum and, and I think that people miss, they miss their momentum opportunities because mm -hmm. they don't recognize what exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Momentum is where success, once you have momentum, you've got to keep that momentum going. Yeah. And if you, if you, if you tap the brakes or you mm -hmm. stop or you go, well, you know what today? Um, instead of drinking water, I'm going to have Dr. Pepper because mm -hmm. I deserve it. I've yeah. worked hard for the last yeah. 20 days. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so, yeah. and and so you break the momentum and, and then you're like, see, I told you that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a failure. It never works out for me. I'm the only person in the universe that doesn't get to have what I want. Right. But it's the right. stop and go. It's even on the highway. Like highway, once you're like gliding, you're gliding, but stop going the city is what actually kills your car. And the same with humans. It's the stop, go makes it harder to get back on. It's like, oh God, don't stop. Just keep going. Take rest when you need it, but don't break. Cause you'll never tap into wow. the compound. Effect. And I'm at a place right now where I should post every single day and I still do, but I don't have to do lives anymore because I've been so intentional with everything I've done. And now people yep. know about me and you get to get to this place. But the beginning, yeah, might be two years before people yep. trust you. Right. But it's like, you can't stop. It's just three, two, one, go do the damn thing. You'll build your confidence. And once you have self-esteem, like you just, you feel kind of unstoppable. You're like, if I can get my ass to the gym, if I can do a live, if I can drink yep. down the water, then you know what? I can start a business to start doing like, you know, promoting myself and all these things. And, and that's where it comes from. What about a, a, um, I, I cannot stand, this is one of my biggest pet peeves is, is people that, 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 um, have excuses. We all have excuses. We, we come, our mind, our mind comes up with excuses for us, mm -hmm. right? Yep. How, how do you break somebody of, of, of living from a place of excuses? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I'm going to say three, two, one again, but you know, it's so yeah. funny. The biggest collective excuse, what do we have? It's time. We've like, we've collectively all agreed the best excuses time. I'm too busy. I don't have time. I'm running out of yep. time, but yet everybody has the same 24 hours. I have two little girls that I'm raising. And then I have a boyfriend with two teenagers. So we're doing this together. I'm running my calls. I'm dealing with a pandemic. Like I still show up. I can still go to the gym. Like I, I still have an awesome fit body. I'm still eating healthy. Like it's, it's, what are you doing with your time? Because you know what most people are doing and they, where they're like, I don't have time. Really? How much time did you just spend scrolling? How much time did you start thinking about going live instead of being like three, two, one, go live. We waste time in the overthinking in yeah. the analyzing. And it's just like, go do it. And if you fuck it up, it's like, take the, sorry, I'm not allowed to swear, but take the lesson. And then go again and improve yourself. I get really empowered by this because it's it's honestly just like everybody has 24 hours. What are you doing with yeah. it? I'm so intentional. I'm so intentional with everything that I put out. I'm intentional. I don't spend time comparing myself on the interwebs, watching TikTok videos all day long. So I have time to write a post. Some people are like, I don't have the right time post. I'm like, yes, you do. We waste time and even just overthinking and analyzing things. It's just like three, yep. two, one, go do it. You will find out more about yourself and what to do next 
by kind of like falling on your face, then analyzing this big plan, right? All the things that could possibly go wrong. It's, it's, it's the overthinking. It's, it's the fears. It's the, it's the scrolling endlessly. It's the comparing. It's the focusing on the hater for 20 minutes of calling everybody about it. Did you know yeah. that? You mean like you eliminate that? Oh my God. You got hours on your hands. You can still work your corporate job and build a business, go to the gym, drink water, go do live, write a post. You don't need that much time. It's just what the hell are you doing with your time? You see what Scott says? Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. So, so uh, uh, Alina, I keep wanting to say Elena. I'm sorry, Alina. Uh, yeah. What? Where is the best place for everybody to follow you? Yeah. Uh, so on or get Instagram, involved in, in your programs yeah. or whatever. Oh, for sure. So even if you guys just go to my Facebook group, it's called the high performance coaching community. Um, and I have a guide set in the Facebook group. We have that guide section. I have all my free master classes in there. Um, obviously, so on how, Facebook. Wait, what is it? High performance, performance coaching community. Okay. Yep. And then obviously on Facebook, I'm Alina Grayson, and I've shared this video on my wall, which is running right now. And then on Instagram, I'm at Alina Grayson Coaching. You guys can okay. find me there. I'm there in stories all the time, riffing about stuff, doing things, and I'm on LinkedIn too. But the platforms that I use is mainly my Facebook group, my, my personal page, and then Instagram. One last thing that I, I want to ask your opinion on Um and we, I, I have a feeling, I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you answer it anyway. Um, the victims in the world, there yeah. are a lot of victims mm -hmm. on this planet. And I believe, I truly believe that, that they've been programmed to be a victim. Mm -hmm. um, but how... How do you help somebody break free from victimhood, from being a victim? Well, I would help them grow their personal power because victimhood is like, it's a decision to constantly blame people. And the issue is when you decide that you're a victim to life, and I'm sorry, but first of all, everyone has trauma. We're all walking around with all kinds of problems. Like everybody has stuff, yep. right? But when you choose that you're yep. a victim, you create an identity and the issue is now you have no power to change it because if it is blah, blah, blah's fault and blah, blah, blah's fault, then what are you going to do about that? You can't, you have given your power to the circumstance. You have given your power to other people and now you are disempowered and you can't do anything about that. Right. So it's first realizing that like you're in an identity. This is like this whole conversation we had about the labels too. Right. Like, yep. Yep. If you choose to be a victim, then you have to understand now you have given power to your circumstances and everybody holds power over. You have no power. And it's realizing you have to take it back. Because if it's if it's Nancy in high school, that it's her fault that you have low self-esteem, then she has all the power. And now you can't mm. change anything. Right? So it's just wow. really understanding like you take got to take it back. The blaming and the complaining, all you're doing is power. Here you go. Here's my power. Here's my power. And now what? Now what? Right? You got to take it back. It's your responsibility. And everybody knows this is like all the cliche things we say, but they're so true. I say these cliche yeah. things, but they're so true. Like this life is. is yours. You are 100% responsible. Guys, I I literally was like in an apartment by myself, no support, in debt, like with two little girls. And I'm like starting a business. You know how many people would never do that? And it's just like, I want this. It's no matter what. But if I keep blaming, oh, it's his fault that he told me to invest in this company, then I can't change it. And you just stay stuck. Blaming, complaining, being a victim means that you have no power and you can't change anything. You can change anything. You can change anything. And like, we are breaking paradigms all over this world right now. And like, even though we're in a crazy time, people are making history. Yeah. People are making moves. People are growing things. Like, this is actually yep. a great time to grow businesses and get online and learn how to sell. This is like, take this chance and do something with it. Or you can be like pandemic. Let's numb out on Netflix and chill and compare ourselves on the internet. You could do that. And that's fine. Some people they're okay with that. And I'm not saying like the whole nine to five is a bad thing. Some people are okay with that. But if you're listening to this and you're like, I want more, I want to be more, 
then you already have the power. And I'm a big believer. God, universe, whatever you believe in, doesn't give you these ideas, these like these visions without the power to make them come true. But you've got to be no matter what. I said on a live stream recently, I said, look, if you if you want to be average, it's okay. We need average yeah. people in the world too. Yeah. And somebody got mad. I'm yeah. like, you're one of them, see? Yeah. <laughs> so we need everybody. We need everybody. We do. We do. You are as amazing as everybody said that you were going to uh, be. Thank you. I, I, I think you're amazing. I think everybody needs to go to Facebook and follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Join your high performance coaching community. Is it free to join the group? Oh, yeah, it's free. It's free. Okay. And if you go in the guide section, you guys can start binging. Actually, if for those of you who are struggling with this whole like ping ponging your energy, stop, go, you have a hard time disciplining yourself. I actually did a two day free masterclass called X tapping into exponential growth. It's in the guide section of my, um, my group. You guys can go watch it. And there's other ones that you can go binge on. They're free and I love you. And I always go live. So I'm excited to get to know all these new people, my people. That's so awesome. We are right. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Alina, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I appreciate you being you. here. And, and, um, I have a feeling we, we are going to grow our friendship and, and maybe even do some stuff together. So Alina, thank you so much, everybody. Make sure that you've shared this out. If you didn't share it out, redeem yourself right now and share it. Don't be selfish. (laughs) We all win though. We all win. We all all of us. That's right. Mm -hmm. We do. We do. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Stay with me. I'm going to end the live stream. And Steve says, can you post? You don't have a website. You just said I have that. a landing page. I am working on a website, but I'm trying what to is- teach people that guess what? You can grow a really successful business without a website, but I have a landing page. So it's all, it's on my personal profile there. And in my group, you will find all my links. And even if you just hop on my Instagram, all my programs are there. So just follow me at Alina Grayson coaching on Instagram. You guys will find my landing page or yeah, just follow me here. Yeah. Like all the links yeah. are there in the group too. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody have an awesome day. Alina, thank you so much. Hang tight. I'm going to end this. Have an awesome day, everybody. And make sure that you go follow Alina right now. See you guys later. Have a great day. Bye-bye.